to the the friggin show welcome you freaks it's our 10th episode double oh. digits oh my god we're double, double digits can you believe did you when you turned 10 did you cry a ton because you would never be a single digit again no i cried about 1989 turning to 1990 because <laughs> i didn't like the i didn't like the new numbers <laughs> all right cool so we both did autistic stuff oh <laughs> oh almost exclusively oh yeah for yeah, sure the numbers really did freak me out <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my parents should have taken me to some sort of specialist when I cried about 1990. <laughs> and my dad had to be like, look, it looks just as nice on paper. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what weird kids. God, what cool, cool kids. Yeah, I had all the friends and I was very popular. Uh, I, I'm looking at our new thing. I'm loving the setup. Uh-huh. I don't know if I don't know if we'll ever top this. This is Katie and I have a setup today. And it's good. It's good. We have the camera recording with the audio. We're going to sync it up all together. And the quality, it's going to blow your nanny's socks off. We still would like a studio. Um, manifesting a studio. Man- I said manifesting. What did you call it, Katie? Uh, willing it? No, I think you said threatening Jesus oh, Christ. <laughs> yeah, I'm threatening Jesus to I'm get gonna, our studio. Yeah, I said pray. She said I'm going to go threaten Jesus, which I like that instead of praying. It's like, no. I'm fucking telling him how it is. I'm not asking for shit. <laughs> I'm done asking, and it's time for Katie to ascend to the right hand of the right hand. <laughs> you know what, ladies? We're all people pleasers in everything. We got to stop our people pleasing tendencies, and that does not end with Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I want to be good for him. I want to be good for him. Be good for yourself, girl. Or be bad. Be a bad baby. Be a bad baby. Be a bad, sexy baby. Speaking of bad babies, we had some bad babies at our show on <laughs> Saturday night. Let me tell you this. Uh, we we did a show. There were two children there. Yes, there were. I did not get the joy of having them on stage with me. So what did it feel like to have two little Hitlers okay, so <laughs> just demanding here's, everything? Here's the thing, all right? There were lots of kids at this brewery. The comedy show's getting started. They know it's going to start. Everyone else leaves with the kids. There were only one pair of parents that stayed with their kids. Okay, fine. Fine. My parents let me see stuff I probably shouldn't (laughs) see at a young age. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) I'm just imagining my parents taking me to the brewery. Like the drinking part first where it's like, oh, this is is fine, but we have to leave for the comedy. Yeah, you can watch your dad and I get fucking sauced and drive you home in the car. Yeah, that's the safest option. We'd hate for you to hear words, but get, get out of the wheel. Mommy's driving home. Yeah, I'm driving home, and I don't want you to hear anyone say nothing about butt plugs. <laughs> well, they shouldn't have hired the butt plugs a comedy tour <laughs> if that was the case. It's props, guys. <laughs> it's props. It's, uh, it's Jeff Dunham like you've never seen him before. <laughs> butt plug the terrorist. <laughs> I'm about to explode. <laughs> Uh-oh, doo-doo in command. Why is the terrorist out of southern accent? 
You want, it's good we both that accent. I actually. think it's very good we both naturally wit to that I accent. Think that's good, actually. When we think of terrorism, we think of domestic terrorism on this show. Honestly, though, <laughs> like, like for real, like for real though, I do be thinking of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like no cap, that is how I be thinking about it. I think of my beers and my terrorism domestic. I like my beers like I like my women domestically terrorized. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait, I don't know if a beer can be terrorized. But, yeah, I was terrorized by these children, thinking I'd have to be on stage with them. So then these parents stay. Okay, fine. And then they let their kids go sit. There's, like, two – It's I'm saying stage. The port of – the part of the floor – the floor – the part of the floor. The part of the floor <laughs> that had the rug on it. Where we stood with the microphone, there was two chairs behind us, and they let their kids sit on the chairs the entire time. And the first comic went up and was like, oh, I'm going to change my jokes because there's kids. And the parents were like, no, it's fine. Say whatever they you're going to say. They said, please don't. So w- when they said that, I was like, okay, I'm probably going to tell my normal jokes. But then I went up. I, I adjusted. I started out pretty clean. And then the kids were just getting kind of fucking annoying. Like they were running back and forth around on the stage. The yeah, they needed some beer. They needed a, like, sl- a little sedative slow those kids down. The parents did nothing. And then at one point, I I told a joke where I said, um, oh, I was describing an Instagram comment someone left me, and I, I said they called me a big, dumb whore. <laughs> and when I said that, this nine-year-old boy, did he yay or did he woo? He said, yay. He said, yay. And I was like, and everyone, it was insane. <laughs> we all exploded. And then I was, I went off on, I didn't really go off on these kids, but it I was. It was a great riff because you said he had made the comment yeah. and everybody loved that. Yeah. yeah. But that kid had some good timing. The brother had a good street joke. I thought <laughs> yeah. that was cute. Um, the host let him tell a street joke, uh, which only served to, you know, solidify that they were there to have fun. Yeah. They were, they were, they were a part of it. But yeah. The kid in the yellow shirt was just running back and forth on stage. They moved the speaker. It was really wild. And then like. Zach went up, and they immediately took the children away. <laughs> After watching <laughs> your set, they were like, this is fine. He's going to talk about something else. I don't <laughs> know about this. <laughs> that we don't. Yeah, the parents, one of the dad came up to me, and he was like, so funny. We're going to take him, though. <laughs> so funny, but that's enough. I was like, okay, great. Well, I said to you on stage, because at one point when they were running around and shit, the mom told them to, like, settle down, and the son, like, talked back to her, and she was like, wrong answer but then just continued to sit there and do nothing and i was like oh your kid's gonna be a monster oh yeah the wrong answer thing was so weird because it was like might i ask what the right answer would be (laughs) please tell us what he should have said could it have been take me home for bedtime yeah it's late i want to go home yeah they were very rambunctious for like such a like i mean when i was a kid i wasn't up out and about at 8 9 p.m no. Bedtime was like 9 p.m. or lower, like when I was that age. Oh, Full yeah. Sure. Me too. 8.30 or 9, I think. And um, But I said, I was like, remind me never to pay for childcare Because <laughs> everyone had was forced to watch the kids. Yeah. Like, for a while, we didn't even know who the parents were. Everyone was just had our... They were in front of everyone. We had our eyes on them. The thing was, it was like they were they were regulars there. Like everybody knew the kids and the parents, and I think like oh. they they were somehow related to someone who worked there. And I guess my oh, question yeah. to our, our freak listeners: Would you bring your children to a, a bar? And if so, how would you uh, discipline them? I would if I was or not s- discipline them, but just keep them in line. If I was gonna let my kids stay, they don't get to sit on. They have to sit next to me. 
and just, you know, twiddle their thumbs. Yeah. And then if somebody's like, and I mean, I guess content wasn't an issue because I was going to be like, oh, if somebody says something and they ask you, you have to do the parent thing and be like, oh, that doesn't mean anything or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But they're like, they already know what cunt means. It's yeah. like, okay. Everybody calm down. Well, then, and then after the kid, they, they did, they did say some shit like that. Yeah. They've heard all of it. They've heard all of it. I was it. like, I wonder how. <laughs> we scream at each other at home and he's like, bitch. And I'm like, dick. They know all the words. They, oh. they I call my little butt plugs. Oh yeah. He laughed really hard when I said, I, I tried to make them laugh. I said, poop, 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 fart, fart. I thought that was a pretty masterful piece of comedy. Thank you. One of my favorites. And they thought that was okay. And then later I said bitch and they lost it. They loved poopy poopy bitch bitch. I thought that could be a closer if you have to do like a kid's show. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've been poopy poopy, poopy bitch bitch. bitch. <laughs> they did love that. They, they really did. They losing their minds off a of poopy poopy bitch bitch. And then my, my other favorite part of the night was you giving your sticker to a middle-aged man <laughs> to give to his girlfriend or wife. I don't know if they're married. My sticker says it was his girlfriend. My sticker it, it is, looks like good night the cover of good night moon but it says good night slut <laughs> and he took it over to her and we just watched her face go huh <laughs> she nodded her head she went, no. mm, mm. Mm, we don't have money on the budget for this henry <laughs> <laughs> they did not like the sticker he liked it he, he liked said it. she won't like this I think she would have, I think maybe if she'd been out with some gal pals, she might have had a better sense of humor about things. I think if he'd like smacked her on the ass and then gave it to her, like maybe that would have been better. He should have like, yeah, like secretly put it on her work laptop. Yeah. <laughs> she goes to work and she opens it up in the boardroom and they're like, well, good morning, slut. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was really fun. I feel like you and I don't ever get to be on shows together as they don't put women on shows together but that was a very lovely treat that to was very fun be be in our big family of weirdos <laughs> yeah all, all the comics on the show looked like the same person it, <laughs> it looked, we looked like all of us looked like we went to a casting call for the same part like it was me <laughs> tired white comedian yeah we all were tired we all were white comics with bags under our eyes <laughs> and we were all kind of wearing the same outfit and we all couldn't be bothered yeah, we all looked identical. <laughs> it was insane. I will say the one thing I kept thinking about afterwards was, and I know y'all were making fun of me. I know we weren't being serious. <laughs> what? <laughs> but when Zach tried to talk shit, and then I went, let him talk shit, and y'all were like, oh, Katie likes talking shit better <laughs> than she likes you. And I was like, I don't, but I, you know, I didn't mean to come out so strong. No. <laughs> well, y'all were talking shit. It was, they were talking shit kind of, I am. Zach brought that up later. He was like, you're so, he was like, it's interesting. You're the only person that I've ever heard. Be like, guys, don't talk shit so loud. <laughs> I feel like in my brain, and Chris will do that too, where he'll try to like shush me because we're like in a thing. Yeah. And it always makes me feel like the shushing brings more attention to the just talking shit. Interesting. Because it's like, shh. And you go, what were they talking about? But I think that's just my own insecurities. No, listen, I get the reaction. I've just had so many insane situations in my why I've had so many insane situations in my life when it's like I've run into someone and I'm like, oh, you're so and so's dad. Like I've had so many <laughs> weird little like I've been caught like at a young age being caught with my foot in my mouth because of like, what are the chances of this happening? Right. Like, what are the chances of me talking about this person who doesn't even live in this fucking state? And then like their best friend who's visiting is like at the table, you know, like just that's crazy. Weird shit like that has happened to me at a young age. And I was like, no, nah, I'm just like, so um. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I'm going to put people's real names on my comedy yeah. <laughs> album. That's so funny. I always feel like. I always feel like I'm the loser in the situation, so it doesn't make them seem bad. 
Well, the crazy thing, too, is you've completely got, like, you have just proven that it's fine. Yeah. Because nothing has happened from it. No, I feel like if it was, like, libel or slander, I don't really yeah. know the difference between the two. Like, I do have one joke now where I say, like, your high school arch nemesis, and I say somebody's name. What's the name? Emily Wade. <laughs> is she, that a real name? It's a real name, but she wasn't my nemesis. She okay. just has, like, a, a perfect rich girl name. Yeah. Emily Wade. <laughs> um, I would say there's a girl named Heather who was probably worse heather's a cunt name yes oh my god yeah you've seen the musical heathers i've seen the original the 80s movie yeah they're they're cunts how do you turn that into a musical masterfully and beautifully it was good it's amazing the soundtrack's incredible i'll sing it for you do you know i met christian bale one time where at my doggy daycare in chicago (laughs) what and all the women there were so nervous to talk to him a he's a tiny man Really? He's a very tiny man. Okay, he's a short king. Yeah, he's a short king. And he had such star power. Like, we all knew who he was, all from probably the Heathers. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, cause he was there filming something for CBS with Steve Zahn that did not take off. <laughs> uh, I'd hate to say it. I hate to say it, but. Shh, don't talk shit about Christian Bale. He's going to hear you. Not Christian Bale. Sorry, Christian Slater. Oh, okay. I was Christian like, Bale's doing fine. I, I was like, Christian Bale's small. No, I don't think he. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I bet he's tall. Okay, that's why I was so shocked because you said he was tiny. Christian Slater's a tiny man. Yes, yes. Did you already know this? Yeah. Okay, I just I never I knew. So. Actually, no, I didn't know he was short. Very He's handsome. Skinny. He's yeah. still holding it together. But he walked in. There's a man in line, and this dude has so much star power that the man who was like in front of him got out of his way to let him go. What? Like he didn't need to go. He he didn't wasn't obviously in a hurry. Like oh, I'm looking at my watch. He just literally walked in, and everybody went. It's Christian Slater. And this man got out of the way, and then I was, like, the only one, and I guess it's good that I did comedy, because I was the only one who's like, oh, I've seen celebrities before, and you just, like, have to talk to them, uh, like they're people, because they are. Uh, but he was very friendly, and he brought his dog in to get groomed and go to daycare, and his dog's name was Fish, and we looked, I know, a great name for a dog. Great name. We looked at his tag, and the dog's middle name is um, Mario Lopez. <laughs> So this dog's name is Fish Mario Lopez Slater. That's a great name. It was so great. And, and, uh, I just remember, I think I, d- I did stand up that night afterwards because I wasn't doing a ton. But I talked about because, like, the only thing that he really said was, like, that's cool. That's cool. And so I, like, told this whole story and, like, really builds it up. I was like, you yeah, know, it, it was cool. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was uh, got to see the guy from the Heathers. Dude. I think I would have been more speechless if it had been, like, Winona Ryder, honestly. Yeah. Like, that would have been like, oh, somebody else can you take care of her? <laughs> you wouldn't be able to talk to her? Not without being uncool. Like, I think that uh, – I like Christian Slater. He's very handsome. But it wasn't, like, my my childhood crush. Yeah. So I feel like some of the girls who are working there were like, I jerked off to you. I can't talk to you. Yeah, that's totally fair. <laughs> I've jerked off to so many people, though, that I could really – like, I was able to talk to my biology teacher every single day <laughs> with no problem. <laughs> I heard that one in the headphones. Whoops. Sorry, I got too loud. Can you still hear me? I can still, I can, I can hear you. Okay, easy. Physically. Physically. M- mentally. Yeah, I, I was jacking off to my biology teacher in high school. And everyone I went to high school with knows who I'm talking about right now. Was he a hottie? Oh, man. He was so, he was so hot. I, okay, my friend, um, he's a teacher, he's an elementary school teacher. And he was like, I think I'm going to start teaching high school. And I was like, don't. <laughs> Do not teach fifteen-year-old girls, and he's like a handsome guy. Oh, and he was, and he was like, uh, and I was like, not. I don't think. No, I'm not insinuating that you would ever do or think anything. But fifteen-year-old girls are fucking disgusting. 
and I know because I was one of them. Like, we had one, we were just so bored in class all day, like, in school day, having one teacher that was hot, like, me and Jessica would just say nasty things to each other about him, (laughs) so openly staring at his ass, like, trying to get close to him, like, we were fucking disgusting. That's so funny. Uh, my hottest teacher was he taught ELPS. Did you guys have ELPS? What what is that? It was like social studies, but they called oh. it ELPS, which I don't know what that means. What's with all the new names? Uh, maybe pu- public systems. I don't know what the, I don't know what any of them are for. Uh, but me and my friend Renee always thought uh, Coach Grubmeyer was very cute, and he would stand right between like our desks, and he'd put the the projector there, so his ass was like always right there. <sighs> but it was a very like not sexual child. Yeah, I mean not child good for you, you. Oh, teens. <laughs> but i was like he's so cute uh he had like the little uh suede elbow patches on his yeah. like button-up shirts he was and now he's like the principal of my high school now he's a fucking administrator he's the goddamn man so hot my teacher was keto before that was even a thing and he just told us how he would put butter sticks of butter in his coffee and i would just still be like uh <laughs> wow you're so strong i remember when i was i had it when i was in ninth grade and then I was in the lead. I was in the government, and I would volunteer to go take out the garbage because I wanted to go in his classroom and take out the garbage. Like me and my friend would like stand outside the class and like fix our hair and then <laughs> go in and like try to take our time taking out his garbage <laughs> so we could look at him. He is hot. I can't. I've looked at. I've looked him up on Facebook. I cannot find him. That's probably for the best. And he was dating the math teacher next door and me like i feel bad now we never were mean to her but like the things we would all say to each other about her just because like we wanted (laughs) we wanted to fuck him like this grown woman was like some unpopular girl you're like i can't believe she's got him (laughs) we were bullying her and she's like driving around drinking wine she's like doesn't even know raising kids (laughs) we had but when my senior year i hadn't i hadn't had him in class for like four years and I was walking. It was in between classes. I was in my leadership class or whatever. And we walked by each other. It was just us outside. And I went, oh, hey, Mr. Beep. Yeah, <laughs> and he did a double look at me. And he went, oh, Tamar, hey, you got older. And I literally <laughs> went, it said that. And I, like, you know, you, I haven't seen you in four years. You got older. And I literally went, oh, it happens. And then I ran. <laughs> And then I ran off and probably tried to fucking masturbate in the handicap stall to no fucking. I tried to masturbate at school a couple times. No way. At, during his class. <laughs> like I, <gasps> so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Which was insane because I wasn't even able to successfully do it in my bed. So I don't know why I thought like, all right, tomorrow you ha- can't nail this in the privacy of your own home with it, but you could do it in a cold bathroom in between by bi- during biology Standing class. Up. Yeah, or <laughs> I would stand or I would sit and like, and I, <laughs> I got I got nowhere. <laughs> Just people. a little goblin in the bathroom stall. <laughs> but that should attest how much I was into Mr. Beep. Beep. And That's again, so if funny. anyone from my high school is listening to this, please message me and. Tell me that you know who I'm talking about. And tell us what stall you jerked off. Yeah, and tell us what stall you <laughs> attempted. I never came. <laughs> Your Honor, she never came. And it was only <laughs> attempted masturbation. And that holds up to now. I've never came. <laughs> Congratulations. It takes a strong woman. Thank you. That's why I'm so smart. I'm a gold star. Uh, 
orgasm? That's good. Thank you. That's not the right word. I'm a uh, gold star. What, what would be the word? Nutter. I'm a no. gold star. Oh, gold star. Good virgin? Not a virgin. Wait. You're a gold star virgin if you've never even fucking come. Gold star virgin never come. Or maybe that's masturbate. Oh, what? yeah. You can't be doing nothing. Whatever it is. You've never wrong. even seen your own dingling or poots. <laughs> I've never seen my own poop. What? <laughs> my own poops. Sometimes I try to make up a word and then only one syllable comes out <laughs> and then the rest is just consonants and I just go, that was it. <laughs> and that, I think that comes from um, talking to my dogs for 19 hours a day. <laughs> there, I, uh, my dog, and this is going to make me seem like the bougiest person on the earth, but um, I got my dog's teeth cleaned last week. Good. Yeah. Which one? Um, just the front tooth. <laughs> which which uh, monkey uh. monkey our favorite daughter uh cadence is too old to get her teeth cleaned which one's the one that's breath smells cadence oh. <laughs> but but you didn't clean cadence she'll teeth. die she really if we take the stink away we think that's the only thing keeping her alive <laughs> y'all this dog is silly so cadence got her teeth cleaned when we first got her we did it probably three or four times and it was like eight hundred dollars a pop minimum what because ins- uh, dog insurance doesn't cover it uh but i was working at a doggy daycare that like had a dental uh like you could take it to their other location get her clean for cheaper i guess oh, i'm just thinking about cadence <laughs> and uh so th- she's had like half of her teeth removed because they were stinky and now it's just like she's too old she can't um, the thing Chris and I like to say to each other is go, can you believe the doctors that her teeth are made out of poop? Can you, be- can you believe the doctors that, no, you won't believe this. The doctors that our dog's teeth are made out of poop. Uh, they're hideous little teeth. Oh my God. I can't believe this. Okay. So I, I saved them to bring you the teeth to show you what? monkey's teeth. Cause my vet knows I'm a fucking freak. Where are you left them? I, they're in my house. I'll bring them for our, our next season. It'll be like a oh cool yeah. Cool. It'll be a New Year's uh, resolution to remember things. Um, so our, our vet, her name is Doctor Stacy. Stacy. <laughs> Shut the fuck. Like in a movie, like this is like a like a character's name. Her name's Doctor Stacy. Stacy. She's the best veterinarian. If y'all are in the Atlanta area, go to Avondale Estate Vet. Tell them Katie sent you. They won't know who I am. <laughs> Tell them you know Cadence and Monkey. They'll go. No, thank you. <laughs> Poop teeth and poop skull. Yeah. <laughs> they actually uh, have my free dog poster up at their vet. I gave them all my merch one time That's we went. so cool. And a bunch of koozies. Yeah. So they 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 always say how cute our dogs are. And they go, she's she's a little monster. <laughs> she's a little gremlin. She sure is energetic. They say so many nice things. Um, so, yeah, I took her in, got her teeth cleaned. And they, t- they pu- just pulled out like five teeth. Her teeth were so bad, they just, like, fell out. They weren't even removed. They just touched them a little she bit. She goes, I wiggled it, and they fell out. <laughs> Sorry. So I have five teeth and a, and a pill bottle to show you. Thank you. You're yeah. welcome. You're what welcome. color are they? They're pretty white. Wow. I think they may have been cleaned before they were pulled. Um, but there was a time. This is before you were here did comedy in Atlanta. There was a show called uh, Derailed. Did you ever hear about Derailed? Yes, yes, yes. They do. They've done it a couple times. Yeah. yeah. And so Catherine Blanford was one of the producers, and I tried so hard, and she she smartly never took me up on this. I had a bag full of Cadence's teeth, which are worse. And I was like, can you just get somebody to like put them in their mouth during their set? Can you do something <laughs> with them? And she goes. 
I'll ask Joe. And I know she never did. And thank God she didn't because that's like a real psychotic thing to be like. And next up, we have Katie with her dog's teeth. And then I just bring them out and like make somebody eat them. Yeah. The, the show, they make you do crazy stuff while doing stand up. So they'll be like, you know, eat a pie that someone's feet has been in. Like have rat rat traps on your body while you're doing comedy. Eat, OK, this one's the grossest one to me. Eat an ice cream cone. But instead ice cream is mayonnaise. I was supposed to do one, but they had to change the date, and they asked for any restrictions, and I said no, no eating stuff. Yeah, and they said the show's canceled. They said fucking canceled, bitch. They're like, Tamar's gonna eat a ribeye. <laughs> Could you imagine? They try to... <laughs> You're just up there for seventy two <laughs> hours, just like sawing Crying. into it, like. <laughs> um, that brought back a memory that I had, which you, I'm like, I guess I'm a fucking freak too, because I just had a memory of being a kid, and I kept all my baby teeth in like a special jar or something mm. and i don't know what how old i was but i remember on multiple occasions putting all of them in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. yeah like i guess i just missed them i was like y'all gotta come back to mommy and just kind of hang chilling with them in my mouth like more more than once i did this <laughs> can i can i ask where they were positioned like do you shove them up in the gums or you just like had them all in your mouth like jangling i think what inspired it was i had like where I'd lost the tooth, I tried to kind of put it there. Oh, okay. No, but then I took all the <laughs> teeth I had and just kind of had them lonely, like on my tongue, like kind of in the down area, which I could have choked. You could have choked. And then just spit them back out into the, for later. I was like, <laughs> they're clean. They've just been in my mouth and in this jaw. You just get your brother to like, you're like, let's play a little prank. You have him like fake slap you and you spit all your teeth out. Oh, that's a great you're idea. Like, I'm going to do that in an open mic. You and I are going to get in a fight and you're going to punch me, but dog teeth are going <laughs> to fall out. And then I'll punch you and weird baby teeth are going to fall out. <sighs> my baby teeth. When I'm back in California, I'll bring back some of my teeth too. My, my mom saved my baby teeth and like the hair from my first haircut. And I used to do a joke about how I was going to come home and she was just going to have like a cardboard cut out of me with my teeth <laughs> and hair pasted to it. And like she's like doing like the airplane like, is the baby hungry? <laughs> That's creepy shit. That's but funny. I guess, you know, what are you going to do? Like you throw it away 20 years after you, like once you have it for a certain amount of time, like it's there. The tooth fairy should have just taken it, taken the tooth. Yeah. I had really big teeth. She, she needed to bring in reinforcements and they're going to have to like get some wires and airlift it out of there. <laughs> I am going to bring my wisdom teeth back though. Cause those are weird. Those are cool. They didn't let me keep them. Oh yeah. But I was going to say my vet goes, uh, we pulled out our teeth. Do you want them? That <laughs> she had to ask me first. And I went, of course she goes, I thought you would. <laughs> so that's how she knows a freak. Yeah. I wish I had my wisdom teeth. I got like, I had, oh, that was a surgery. Oh, my face was like huge. I was just like, my mom kept calling me Jiminy Glick. <laughs> I was, I think, 16 or 17 when I got mine out. And I was um, living with my parents, obviously, and I was smoking a lot of weed. And they took me back and they put like the needle in my arm. They started giving me the medicine. And then as they're giving me the medicine, it was three of them. And they were like, Oh, have you done? Uh, do you have any drugs in your system? Like you have to tell us because it could be fatal if certain drugs are fatal when interacting with the medication we're giving you. Yeah. And I was like, Oh fuck, am I gonna get in trouble for you know? Should, do I not tell them? Will I get in trouble? Da da da. And I just like I was like, Um, I smoke weed. And literally as I said that, the drug started to hit, and all three of them looked at each other and went, Oh. That's fine. And then I went under. That's so cool that you remember anything from that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. 
Also, why would they ask me that after they put the fucking needle in my arm? Oh, yeah. They, they went, lo- we forgot something. They looked at me, they're like, this bitch isn't doing anything. She's wearing a wicked t-shirt. <laughs> you guys smoke weed and they go, oh, no. <laughs> Quick. Then you see them all reaching for you. Come back. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, hell yeah. Well, this is our this is our uh, season finale, I suppose, uh, to to put a fine point on it. Um, we've done ten episodes. Uh, we're gonna have a little holiday break. Holiday break, y'all. No, no freaking episode next week. Uh, just one week. Is it two? Seems like something that I don't know. <laughs> y'all, it's up to you. We'll let you know. If do you it's guys one want one two. break, one week break from us, or do you guys need a two week break <laughs> from us? <laughs> Do you guys, how much time do you need to go back and re-listen to all the episodes so you can be more grateful for how much we fucking improved on the sound? Yeah, go back to, if this is your first episode, go back to episode one and thank your lucky stars. Thank your lucky little lima beans. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we're going to take a break, but we had some uh, some things we wanted to discuss. We both yes. watched maybe my favorite docuseries lately. Oh my god. The Low con- Low Country. Low County. Low County? Wait. Maybe. I think it's, well, because, like, the, that's the low country of South Carolina. I'm so fucking dumb. But you could be right. Low Country, Low County, and it's, like, the Murdaw Murders, um, which is a series of crimes that spans probably a decade, yeah. maybe a little less than a decade, um, where, like, the first time I heard about it was Chris and I were watching, like, the news, and we heard, like, the, the mom and the son of this like prominent lawyer had been killed. So you just see that and you go, ooh, mystery, who done it? And then they start going, and then there's this boat accident where the son was responsible for a death. And then there was somebody who was found dead on their property. And then there was a weird thing with the help person. And you go, these are, this is insane. Like it's like, my first thought was it was one of the people, either like the boat crash family or the, the Stephen Smith family. Uh-huh. Like when I was like watching it, but they never like the, I think the most horrifying thing of the the whole thing was the what happened to Stephen Smith because they yeah. did not say that on the news they were like a body was found because they can't say legally what happened yeah but oh my god it was like it was just like murder after murder after like negligent homicide uh, and they don't I don't, I don't I, you, you sorry I feel like I keep talking about it but I don't no, know no 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 not at all this family is like a very powerful family and. Is it South Carolina, North Carolina? South Carolina, um, near Charleston. Yes. And, like, everyone in the family has been the commissioner. They literally, like, and they have a law firm. Like, it's, when I was, so basically the family gets away with all this crime that they are, like, they are involved with crime, but it doesn't matter because they're all in cahoots with the police and everything. And then there's all these weird, mysterious murders attached to it. But what I thought watching it was I was like, constantly they're like well nothing's gonna happen because it's the murdoz it's the murdoz and i was like it's so if i had a ton of wealth and power i don't think i would just be killing people right but like for them they're like we can murder it's fine we can murder uh well it seemed like the grandpa which i loved the names of these characters because old buster was one of the characters um and then buster was like the other son the, uh-huh. the older son so like they're like oh yeah old buster he killed people if you got in his way he just kill you and that seemed like back before they had like dna evidence or whatever but so then you fast forward and they've got all this money and uh the thing that like sets it off if you have to pick like an inciting incident was the boat crash yeah so one of the sons was like underage and him and his friends all went drinking and took a boat and 
they got really drunk and the boat they he crashes he's driving the boat he crashes the boat and one of the girls on it dies disappear like just flies out of the boat they can't find her for a week the footage they have is insane they have so much footage of like all the police body cams of like all the dock cams how many yeah like there's so many cameras on like the water and you see them crash into the bridge and you see like um but yeah so the guy and then right away the Murdoch family's in there like telling trying to pin it on someone else telling them to say this to police like and you just see one of the kids just like crying and screaming, like nothing's gonna happen. You know who that is? Yeah, that's a murder. Nothing's gonna happen to him. That sent a chill up my spine when that that guy he goes, uh, he's like, my girlfriend's fucking gone, and I was just like, <gasps> like I can't imagine like you all having fun, and it was like nobody was as drunk as. Paul Murdoch and he had a he had a different name when he was drunk Timmy we kept talking about Timmy at home because he would like he go, they would go when he get too drunk his fingers he couldn't put them together yeah they just showed all these pictures of him with his hand out he's like that was Timmy and that was Timmy I'm like okay my favorite character Passion Mixon who was that she was Steven's friend she was the one who talked like that she was like Oh, the Murdochs, they get away with everything. Oh, yeah. When I saw that name, I was like, you named your daughter after, like, a Cold Stone Creamery add-on. <laughs> Passion Mixin. <laughs> uh, and so, like, it was really interesting to see, like, the hopelessness of these poor people where they're like, we will never be able to not be anything but they're, like, serfs or they're underlings. Like, they've been in power so long. And it seems like a very low-stakes town. Yeah. And it's just so crazy that all of that went down in a year. Yeah. One year. But, okay, so then basically the dad, the, ma- the, the main guy of the family right now, yeah, his wife and son were found dead in his house. Do you think he did it? Um, I think he did it. Um, they were found uh, at, like, so they had, like, their house and they had, like, dog kennels. Like, they had a ton of dogs. Like, for weird. hunting and stuff. Red Very flag. weird. Yeah. Dog, I heard dog kennels. I was like, that's fucking creepy. She's like, I'm going to go run the dogs. And, like, well, technically, you don't hear her say that. That's his accounting of what happened. Lie, yeah. The only, like, alibi he has is his mother with dementia. Um, Convenient. And so that's the really interesting thing. Like, the wife was shot, like, running away with a rifle. Mm-hmm. So somebody shot her, and she's, like, trying to get away. The son was shot, and they were, like, they, they shot him with a shotgun in the head to the point where he was decapitated. So, like, that goes, oh, only a psycho could do that. Who could do that to their own kid? Not, not maybe not your wife. Yeah. Um, and it was because she wanted to get a divorce, and that was going to open up all of his financial matters. I think that it was so well planned, because that was one of the things, was like, Nancy Grace was like, who could have done this? You got two different guns. Clearly, you got a shotgun that's up close, and you got the rifle. It's like, this guy was so, like, evil. He could have totally planned it, and I think, like, I think the reason that the son died was that the mom went, hey, I don't trust your dad. You should come down here. Mm. And then I think the dad shot the mom and then the kid was there. I think that's what happened. (sighs) I don't think it was two people. I think it was just him. With two different guns? Mm -hmm. I think he hired people to do it. I don't think he pulled the trigger. Oh, you don't? Interesting. I think, I mean, I think they would have found blood shooting they did someone. Find, they did find blood spatter on his sleeve. On him? Mm-hmm. That was one of the details. because blood spatter evidence is so um, not reliable. Oh, for sure. Like, and he touched the bodies, too, and moved them around to see if they were so, like, that would also be real. I feel like if you if shoot someone, though, their head be- is off, you don't have to touch them. I- <laughs> 
he done. That's such a good point, Katie. But yeah. As as a medical examiner, like more aisles, <laughs> I've learned a lot. <laughs> it's uh, and I want more. It ended, and I was like, there must be more. Well, I think I think one of the things that I would like to see happen is justice for Stephen Smith. Yeah. Because, like, he was the kid who, it seems very much like a, a gay hate crime. For sure. And that he was, like, going around, he was like, I'm dating this new man. And so some people, everybody's saying it was Buster, the older son. Yeah. And then I was like, when you say man, I don't think of a 19-year-old. I think of a man. Yeah. Like, like his dad. Guy. That's what I was thinking, too. And so my thought was, like, either, I, I think Buster killed him, but I think that they found out that he was with the dad or, like, that rumor had been going around. And they're yeah. like, you're not going to say that. It's over for you. Or Buster was screwing him, and then he was like, he got found out, and he was like, well, I'm going to go be a man or whatever. Again, this is how they deal with, like, to watch an entire group of people deal with things by just killing people. Yeah. The other thing I thought was that it was, like, a game for them. I felt like maybe it was, like, they were trying to, like, almost like a murder game where it's like, oh, I got one, now you get one. Uh, Which I think is sick, but, like, I feel like maybe Paul killed the maid. Then Buster killed Steven, and then Paul, but Paul didn't, like, kill the girl on the boat on purpose. Yeah. But I was like, it very much seems like, oh, you gotta kill somebody. Well, I'm gonna try that. It sounds great. He would get away with it. Yeah, just such a lack of morals, and it's fucked. I watched the whole thing. It's really good, y'all. And you were right. It was called Low Country. It's Low Country? Low Country. I I think that's, yeah, just what that part of South Carolina is called, but there is a delicious dish called Low Country Grits, and it's grits made with, like, milk instead of uh, water, and it's very creamy, and, like, they cook it, like, for a long time, and it's almost like a... Almost like a porridge, like not even like grits. I love grits. Grits are. Do you the like best. a grit? Oh, I love grits. I, love grits. I was trying to write a joke about grits. That's not going well at all. <laughs> What's the premise? It's. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm gonna say. <laughs> this is the part we redact this week. We're like, we cannot let people hear this. <laughs> I said it was. Um, my boyfriend's so southern that if we got pregnant, I'd just give birth to a bowl of grits. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is that that can get like okay, and then I go. It, yeah, the baby would have cigs, sudden infant grit syndrome. <laughs> I see where you're losing them. And then, <laughs> I go, and then I go, and then I go. And you know, there's two types of grits. They're savory and sweet. And some people think that grits can be born sweet, but they can't. No, no, no. You make grits sweet when liberal parents add sugar and syrup <laughs> and let them watch Ellen DeGeneres. That's how you get sweet grits. That went in a very unexpected direction, <laughs> and I liked it. <laughs> you would be the first. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you can make grit cakes and make them vegan. You can make vegan grits. What are grit cakes? Grit cakes are just like you almost like make a less watery grit, and then you just like fry it on either side and put a little sriracha on it. Oh, that sounds fucking A little incredible. vegan sour cream. <gasps> sriracha? That sounds like a laka, southern laka. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. I love grits. That sounds amazing. I love a grit. But I've learned not to do sweet grits. Because apparently that's the worst thing you could do. I've never been tempted to put sugar in my grits. It's very much a savory, like cheeses and bacons. You want to put that in there? Butters. And butters. My butters. From South Park, that character. There's a really good restaurant not too far from here that has a delicious grit. It's called Gut Busters. (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want a restaurant that's going to tell me what they're going to do to me. (laughs) They're going to bust your fucking gut. It's right next to the the sex shop Nut Busters, so you don't want (laughs) to... You want to go in. Don't get mixed up. Do uh, not mix that up. And it's, bet- it's between that and Slut Busters, yeah. so that's where you... Okay. You go uh, into the wrong one, you're like, these grits are sticky. Sticky. 
they make the 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 fruitiest punch at this gut busters you get a you get a glug that's what this is size you can get a small medium or glug and i get glug and it's so red and it's so sweet and <laughs> god damn it really sends me on a spiral but like it makes my day really great <laughs> like i'm not gonna function after the sugar high wears off but it's the best fruit punch they make like a uh, fried tilapia oh yeah it's very good and they used to serve like lunch foods and now it's all breakfast which is busters. all we want got busters i love breakfast it's really good i'll check it out highly yeah. Rec- cheap yeah cheap you had me uh i also went to uh, a place called Ray's Donuts, and I don't. I, it's been by my house like the whole time we've lived there. Very Who's old. Ray? That's what I wanted to know. So I went in. Um, it was a lovely um, Thai couple. Cute. They're very cute. Uh, delicious donuts. If you have you been to Revolution since you've lived here? I have, but I'm allergic to gluten, so I don't think I, I haven't eaten any. They have gluten free at Revolution. Oh, do because I've brought them home for my dad before. <sighs> gluten free donuts are tough. Yeah, they're all cake. I like. They it. don't taste like a donut. No, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's sand. It's it's, it's grits actually. <laughs> it's in the shape of a donut. It certainly is. It's, it's in the shape of one. It's at the donut shop, so you can <laughs> buy one with your friends. Like I'm also included in this, but it doesn't taste like a donut. You can put it in your mouth. And go, I'm nom nom. <laughs> uh, but it like revolution. They're like three dollars, three fifty for a donut. Is that a lot or not I feel a like lot? that's a lot for one donut. I don't know the donut. Like, how much does milk these days? Like, a, a donut shouldn't be the same price as Bitcoin. Okay. You know what a I mean? A donut's like a dollar. A donut should be a dollar. Okay. I feel like, yeah, Publix prices is like where donut should be. A fancy donut, 250 tops. Okay. These are my these are my rules. And this is what you have to live with if you want to deal with Katie Hughes. Uh, and her fucking donut allergy. Addic- no, my addiction. Allergy. Um, So I go to raise... Very cheap, just as good as Revolution. Okay. I order this is like you and the peanut sushi. I order a a drink I know that as soon as I say it, it's not what I wanted. <laughs> I wanted a, a tie you know those like Thai iced tea. Yeah. So good. You gotta go to race to have that opinion changed. What did you get? It was orange. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I see orange. Okay, so here's what I thought it was: Vietnamese, Vietnamese coffee. Coffee. Okay, yes. So that was all my fault. But as soon as I was like, "That's what I like," because I saw a drink name and an Asian country, and I went, "That's the thing I get." And then I ordered it, and as soon as I said it, I went, "That's not what I like." <laughs> I don't even know what that is. And he hands it, to, and I just hope it doesn't have boba in it. I'm like, as oh, long as there's no boba, we'll I, be fine. I bet you hate boba. I used to like it. I had it in Chicago. I was like, oh, this is really good. And then each time, diminishing returns. I only like boba because I I never I don't like ordering dessert drinks because they're gone so fast. Mm-hmm. I like boba. Like you know how you give dogs that eat too fast a bowl with yeah. like a maize in it. That's what boba is for me. It lets me enjoy my drink longer. <laughs> They could just put it in a bowl and bring it out to you and you lap it up like a dog. I'm, I'm willing to do anything. That would take a long time, too. If it's, I'm, try, I'm willing to try anything for me to enjoy my special little drink longer. <laughs> I I got a mango lassi the other day at Blue India, and oh, I was God. like, I feel that same way because they give it to you before the meal. It's gone in a second. I'm like, oh, this is so good. i got to wait. Wait, so what did you think of the Thai iced tea? It was the sweetest thing I've ever had in my life. It's very sweet. Well, to be fair, the main ingredient in that and in the Vietnamese coffee you wanted is sweet and condensed milk. Condensed milk, yeah. But the other one has coffee in it. That one has coffee, and I feel like it's usually smaller where it's, like, less portion. 
this thing was huge and i took i I, when I saw it was orange i was like this is not gonna be for me and with a donut no no but the donut's great i really go nuts when chris is out of town on my food choices uh-huh I, I we have a full refrigerator of food he leaves town i'm like i should eat out every meal because <laughs> i miss him so much i miss him so much and if i just could fill the hole in my life with raised donuts <laughs> like i literally ate at Ray's because Cutbusters was too busy and the next day i was like <laughs> i gotta go back to Cutbusters <laughs> and get my big red drink that is not sweeter than Ray's orange it's, it's, milk it's fruit punch it's fruit punch isn't one of those like um fountain things oh it's that really sounds good, good honestly so good it's if I uh, if we ever recorded a time where because it's like daytime hours only yeah if I can ever get us both fruit punches I'll try a fruit punch it's gonna be the most hype we've ever been I'll on this fucking show I want to drink I want to drink a Thai iced tea before too maybe Did you finish it no I poured it out <sighs> immediately <laughs> I was like because if I had set it there I'd just try to drink it all day and I, I don't like this I just I know myself too well good for you but it's also very cheap so I didn't feel like oh they fucked me. It was like a $3 drink. And we give $3 to people all the time. Today <laughs> in East Atlanta Village, there was a homeless man that asked me for money, and I gave him $3 that I had. And when I hand it to him, I swear to God, he said, oh, I wanted 20 <laughs> And <laughs> I wanted to be like, well, then give me my fucking $3 back. And I went, I don't have 20 And he went, well, you can go to that ATM. And I went, no and <laughs> i walked away i mean I, I guess it's good that it's like you you were just stepping back out to give it to him but it was like you took the effort to give it to him listen i love that this guy knows his worth like i love that he's like oh. naming his worth but also thank you <laughs> you know he has the skill that i've never gained in comedy which is asking for what i'm worth somebody yeah. goes i'll give you three dollars and i go i guess that's what I get. Oh, well, I don't have a show going on tonight. I do have to drive two hours to get there, but I three dollars. I, I could buy a Kit Kat on the way back. <laughs> I could put a gallon of gas in my Prius. <laughs> yeah, next time they're gonna go, Katie. We want to give you this much, and I'll go. I want twenty, and they'll say we're offering you eighty, and I'll go twenty. <laughs> I know my worth, and it's twenty. Um, how would you feel if I, I took a break to go to the bathroom? Our first ever bathroom We're break. We're taking a bathroom break I think real quick. I would be okay with that. Okay, one moment. <laughs> all right. We're back. Katie peed out all her punch and iced tea. Why is my pee so red? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, It's just the fruit punch. <laughs> it was orange, and I didn't like it. Me doing anything to avoid going to the doctor. I'm such a hypocrite. I'll tell, like, I'm always like, guys, guys, seriously, we're at the, you have to go to the doctor. Like... <laughs> Go if you if you smoked you have to go to the doctor like go get your checkup. I got a letter from my gynecologist. I was like, it's time for your checkup. I threw it away. I was like, no, that <laughs> shit is fucking uncomfortable. I'm not fucking. <laughs> you want to put your hand? At, last time I got a doctor that looked at my pussy, they fucking cut it up. Mm-mm. I'm not going back. You're there. young. You're healthy. It's fine. You're spry. I, you're virile. What are they gonna tell you? Like, oh, pussy too wet. <laughs> pussy too wet. They go. We almost fell in there. They got goddamn. <laughs> um. I don't need to know I have a WAP, you know? <laughs> I had to go get uh, my my annual little pap schmear. And they call me and they go, we didn't get enough cells. You got to come back um, for another one. I don't want to. We didn't get enough cells? We didn't get enough cells. I said, well, you better buy <laughs> you. your cell. <laughs> 
and my one question to the doctor i go i don't have to pay for it again do i what they say she said no she goes if they charge you just call me and i'm like yeah i'm sure calling my doctor to deal with medical billing is really gonna go well isn't it weird when doctors are like yeah you can call me to talk about this okay i'm like what i don't think you're gonna help me are we friends (laughs) caroline are we friends dude i have banter with like everyone in my life everything i have to go do if i go to a coffee shop a lot i have banter with the barista my doctor, the one person that refuses to have banter with me is my chiropractor. Interesting. And it kills me. And I think after talking about it with other people, my theory is he's a very – okay, my theory is he's a very handsome man. He honestly actually I wonder if we have the same chiropractor because my chiropractor is a very handsome man. Is he like um, – he's not from here, I don't think. No, he's not from here. <laughs> <laughs> is his name John? I don't know his first name. What's his what's the, what's the first letter of his last name? Doctor. I don't. But he talks like this. He no, talks no, like. No, it's not that. It's different. Your your spine's I, more curved <laughs> than a lop lolly pine. I think mine's Eastern European or some shit. Oh, we have very <laughs> different doctors. He kind of looks like my biology teacher now that I'm thinking about it. But I think chiropractic's very like you know he's putting his hand under my shirt. You know, he leans down on you, and I think he wants so badly not to be, like, he wants to be professional. Mm. I didn't think any, I thought he was just quiet for, like, months. Come in, I'd be like, how are you doing? He wouldn't engage in combo with me. He would just polite, crack me and everything. I didn't, I thought that's just who he was until when you go in, there's no, there's no rooms. Like, you're just, there's walls that divide you, but you can hear everything. I go in one day, and there's a lot of other people there. And I hear this guy chatting it up with everybody fucking else. Everyone else. He has relationships with them. He goes in. He's like, how was vacation? How was Panama? Like, he's talking to everyone. And then he comes back and it's nothing. And I was like, oh, I think this guy, I think I'm like the youngest. I'm very, I'm younger compared to them. Mm. And I think he's so afraid of like being, he doesn't want to be creepy or anything. Yeah. So he just doesn't fucking talk to me. Interesting. And one time I made a joke. One time. He, like, cracked my neck, and he was like, how are you? Is everything good? And I was like, man, I always feel like you just beat the shit out of me after these. <laughs> and <laughs> I, always, I always look like I get the shit beaten out of me, too, afterwards. And he laughed, and he laughed like he, he, he went, <laughs> like, he, he didn't cover his mouth, but that was the energy of, like, oh, don't give her anything. <laughs> I wonder if, like, a year ago or something, there was another young, attractive woman who, like, seduced him through banter with chiropractory. And he, he's, uh, he's, he's twice burned. Oh, God. He's once got, bitten, twice shy. I got to try with him, though. Now I'm like, I mean, I never wanted to fuck him, but now I'm like, I'm going to fuck you just to prove a fucking point, dude. You think one of those you... weird-ass tables with the head in it. <laughs> you think you can ignore me? I'm putting my butt there. <laughs> you can eat my butt through the face hole. <laughs> um, why is every chiropractor's office the loudest place, like, you go in and it seems very tranquil and then you get on the table and then you can just hear like people like walking around, <laughs> cracking, slamming doors. I'm like, was this like a production I like was early for? <laughs> it's so weird. It is like every chiropractor I've ever been to, it feels like the floors are made out of like, <laughs> like they're like tap dancing on them. <laughs> Uh, it's very weird. But that would be so weird if we had the same chiropractor. If we, both, if we have the same hot chiropractor. I think my doctor's name is Do- Dr. Harrison. I'm not 100% sure because I haven't seen him in a minute. But, yeah, he was, like, from Louisiana. And okay. he's so handsome. God, I'm 
Um, but doctors are usually handsome now that I think about it. Yeah, they're too hot for real doctory. <laughs> yeah, um, I couldn't study the medical tech. I don't, the Grey's Anatomy, I said that's not for me, but I can do it. I can snap your spine. I had fun cracking my thumbs, and I <laughs> thought, why not make a life out of this? <laughs> my nanny said, your back is going to get all taunt up, boy. <laughs> he's got the craziest accent, and I'm just like, he's very friendly, and I'm just like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, this, he, God, this guy doesn't ask me shit. Yeah. And I, it bothers me because I'm like, the sessions are kind of long. Like, it would be nice to have something. Someone to talk to. Come on. Tell me something about you. <laughs> anything. Give me, sir. Give Tragedy. Me anything. And I will work with anything at this point, <laughs> my man. My guy. Tell my me where dude. You're from. Jesus. Um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. God damn it. Was it about chiropractors? Mm, Hot chiropractors. Know. The Murdoch family. I don't know. My um, brain's bad. I had. I gotta go to the brain doctor. <laughs> oh, the guy needing more cells. They needing more cells. I need more cells. <laughs> we gotta get more cells. We gotta get more cells. You know, I feel like the thought has come and gone and it is lost. Your pussy was so tiny we couldn't get any cells. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get off the phone and I go, Chris, my chiropractor said my pussy was too <laughs> tiny to get any cells. And he goes... <laughs> that a doctor they cracked my pussy so good today at the chiropractor he went one two re- le- release relax go, relax, relax. <laughs> i go you cracked my pussy he goes that, that was a queef miss you miss Kyra. <laughs> oh i remember what i was gonna say i had to do the voice before i could be brought back my brain's so bad um i used to really hate telling people i did comedy especially like doctors you know professional people are like what do you do and i go well, I used to go to the chiropractor, and they'd be like, why is your back so fucked up? And I'm like, because I walk dogs down a hall, and <laughs> they're very excited, and they jerk me about. And, and now it's like my back hurts, and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I drive my car a lot. <laughs> so then you have to tell them. And I used to worry, and now I realized no one has any brain space left for me, <laughs> for you, for anyone but themselves and, like, what's immediate in front of them. So it's like if you tell them they, you do comedy, you go back in a year, they're like, how's your sketch career? <laughs> And you go, it's great. And you go back later and they're like, you still drawing pictures? <laughs> and you go, yeah. And then you go back in here and they're like, you still making furniture? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> because they don't care, but they, they remember just enough to have something to talk about. But I feel like that's uh, maybe not the same as like telling like an Uber driver when I you're was, trapped. Were you going to say that? I was just going <laughs> Katie, I was just going to say that. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Because I was going to say Uber drivers have a lot of space for that. But mm-hmm. that's because you only see them that one time. Right, right. It's an immediate interaction. They go, here's all my questions for you. Tell me a joke. I, every time I say, if I'm going to a show or something and I say it, I, it's like that same as the Thai iced tea moment. I'm always like, the words are leaving my mouth. And I'm like, stop, stop, <laughs> stop, stop, stop. And it's out. <laughs> and you said it. And here we are. Because what? I'm still like, well, maybe they'll come to my show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm barking them to my shows, I have. You know, since you're, we're actually going on the, we're, on, we're here at my show. Uh, oh, that's it. What do you? Isn't this crazy? Oh, my God. What are you doing right now? <laughs> Two ladies at the 1 a.m. on Christmas, they came in with their Uber driver. Oh, so. that's nice. I mean, it's sad for all of them, but it's really nice so that they had each other. <laughs> so that's what I want to happen. I don't want them to come in with me, but I want them to come later. Yeah. It's, do you tell Uber driver? Do you, do you ever not tell people you do comedy? Uh, yeah, I never tell people. 
When's I've the- started telling them more recently, just so I can like plug the podcast. Yeah. That- <laughs> what What would you say instead? Your Your other job? I'm a writer. But isn't that going to bring questions too? People are very bored with writing. They don't really? like to read. They don't want to hear about me writing. They don't go. Oh, what do you write? Well, well, I guess if it's like a drive, maybe like an Uber driver, they wouldn't ask. Yeah. But like, I feel like if I say I'm a copywriter, then uh, like, they, like, that, like maybe boring. that specificity, they're like, what is that? I feel like saying I'm a writer is way sexier than saying I'm a comedian. Well, I feel like the you, you uh, eliminate the one question we all hate, which is, can you tell me tell a joke? Me a joke. Nobody's gonna be like, "Can you write me a stanza? <laughs> can you dictate? A, can you dictate a haiku to me?" And in this fantasy, yes, I am a poet. I'm a diet coke poet. <laughs> the bubbles they rise. <laughs> I am, and then you go, "No, I'm not gonna tell you a joke." They go, "Well, what kind of comedy do you do?" I go, uh, "Satirical, po- political, satirical, <laughs> right wing." You know, the right's getting better at comedy and. Lefties are getting nervous. And I'm like, you know grits, right? What if? <laughs> you and I getting in an Uber, pretending we don't know each other, right? They pick me up. They pick you up. Oh, like a ride share. Like a ride share. And then they go, what do you do? And I go, I'm a comedian. And you go, I'm a comedian too. And then we just try to like outdo each other <laughs> for the Uber driver. <laughs> Let's do that. That's a good prank. <laughs> that would be the worst. That would be a very expensive prank. We got to film it. Someone's- we got to make it worthwhile. Carter Deems told me that he filmed... A long time ago, he told me he filmed a comedy special, but it was just him telling jokes in Ubers to the Uber driver. Huh. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. That's a, I mean, that's a premise for I a know, show. Yeah. yeah. It's, but I was like, did you buy Ubers? He's like, yeah, so many. Oh, it wasn't like an organic, like, when I'm in this, I just tape it. It was, I'm taping this, so I have to keep calling Ubers. Yes. That's yeah, expensive. Yeah. yeah. Like he had a car, but he was like, I want to just take a joke to Uber drivers. Is it online anywhere? He said it was on you. He said it was so old. It's on. He said it was on YouTube, but I haven't looked. I oh, we're look. looking up after. Let's, yeah, let's look. That'll it's... be after the New Year's. We'll tell you if we found it or not. What a whole... cliffhanger! Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> you guys can't. Don't look for yourselves. Let us tell you if it's online or not. <laughs> Trust us. Trust only us. Trust only fans. Um. Speaking of trying to find things online, we're almost at the end of the show, and I know we have a very exciting saga to talk about. <sighs> so I wanted to save enough time so that our, our listeners can know what you've been through this week. Thank you so much. What the fuck you've been through. Thank you so much. I want to thank all my supporters for this week. This is a really hard week for me. Um, as everyone knows about the Taylor Swift concert <laughs> tickets. Oh, okay. If you got tickets, let us know. Um, I... So this this is what happened. Ticketmaster fucked up in a way, all right? Ticketmaster gave, in a big way. In a big way. <laughs> also everyone who's been messaging me, I know I knew Ticketmaster was bad before this. I'm not <laughs> Why don't we talk to Taylor Swift if we think that what Ticketmaster's you, bad? Oh, everyone's like Ticketmaster everyone's like Taylor Swift needs to come out against this. Da, da, da. I'm like Taylor Swift's not going to come out against. It. I mean, I listen, I love Taylor Swift. I love her. But this bitch wants to make money. She, like, has a private jet. She doesn't give a fuck about this. Right. Like, yeah, I'm sure she's got lots of opinions she hasn't shared with us so yeah. that she can keep making money. Absolutely. As, you know, go off, queen. Slay, girl boss. Which is smart. You yeah. can't tell, you know. But it's not like she's going to be like, all right, everybody, get on brownpapertickets.org. <laughs> like she's running some shitty comedy show in an attic. Like, no. All right, guys, I have a cash app. If you Venmo me $20, <laughs> I will send you out a ticket. Um, <laughs> that's her. That's how I do merch on my website. Just Venmo me, and then we'll figure it out in email. 
<laughs> Taylor's getting millions of emails. Like, okay, yes, you can come to Miami. All right, you're going to be in Asheville. Okay. <laughs> she has she's no just, time. She's so stressed out. She's so stressed. I had a code, all right? I, I was one of the lucky people to receive a code for the pre-sale. I wake up at 9 a.m. that goes out at 10 a.m., right? I get all set up. I set up my Ticketmaster. I get in the zone. Because when you're buying tickets like that, you got to get in the fucking zone. When yeah. it's at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, you got to have your budget ready. When there's other people you're buying tickets with, you got to you gotta negotiate. you got to decide where you're going to attack, and you got to be focused. Okay? Because you're in charge of making this decision. There's no time to be calling, talking to two, three other people. There's no time to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> there's no time for shit, okay? I'm staring at the screen. Even now, talking about it. You're shaking. I. <laughs> 10 a.m. Tamar's hits. broken into a cold sweat. <laughs> 10 a.m. hits. I hit the button. I am at the top of the queue. Like thousands and thousands and thousands of people are in this queue. I was right. I was in the zone. Okay. Mm. I'm doing this with my friend. She's like, she's like, there's more than 2,000 people ahead of me. There was like 100 people ahead of me. Oh, you were early. I was early. Okay. okay? I get on to pick my tickets so so early i'm in there all right i go i pick the tickets i want they're like around they're in the bowl they're really good seats they were uh, some of you are gonna judge me they were 249 dollars but they were great seats it's an experience and it's I a was, treat oh i yeah. was ready i was i would have yeah i was ready to put down all right i try to buy them air i Dude, th- this happened to I me. I can feel the the heart sinkingness of this, the stomach plunging. I honestly might like. I'm not even exaggerating. I might cry talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> I On literally this week's very emotional episode of the friggin' show. <laughs> I literally do it again. Okay, I'm doing this air, air, air. I look up what I have to do. I it says like, oh, clear the cookies off of your computer. I clear all my history, all my cookies. Now I have to, all these websites, I have to re-log in on them now because I deleted everything. I was willing. I was like, kill my dog? Okay. Like, (laughs) what do you want me to do? The tickets are going away. Air, air, can't get them, can't get them. And I finally, I get some other three really great tickets, same area. I put them in my cart. I'm trying to buy them. And what happens next is I describe when I described it to someone, I honestly compare. I got in trouble because I compared it to that moment in the Murdoch family <laughs> murders where the kid's on the boat and he described that his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and I and don't scorn, don't scorn me for this. She was in his your <laughs> arms. <laughs> Do not scorn me for this because I already got in trouble for making this comparison. That's okay? a great comparison. She was in his arms, and then a second later, she was gone. She was gone. And I know that is fucked up, but like. Okay, the Taylor Swift tickets were in my cart, and then all of a sudden, Ticketmaster crashed, took me out, brought me to the back of the queue, <gasps> more than 80,000 people in front of me. Like, And then... You were number 100, and then you were number 80,000? I don't know if I was 80,000, but it was more than 2,000. Yeah, I was in line I for tell you what, I was smashed my computer. I... Well, here's what happened. When that happened, I started crying <laughs> hard. I started crying because I was so – and at this point, I'd been on the computer for two hours. This should have taken 30 minutes. I was on the computer for two yeah. hours. My – Zach was asleep in my bed, and I probably, like, really should have thought about – but I, 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 I woke him up crying, which probably wasn't, like, a good sight for him to see. 
Like, he probably thought something had really happened. <laughs> <laughs> like, I probably should have taken a moment, but I was just, like, crying, and I was like, I had to put the card in the card. Well, when you're crying, the one thing you want is for someone to notice you who cares about you. Yeah, and seeing him just sleep there, and I'm like, you don't That's even unacceptable. Fu- you don't even know my world's falling apart right now. And it was just an awful day because, because I, this happens to me three more times. I would wait three hours. I would get into same thing, air. It would crash. And at this point, like I wasn't. I wanted to shower. Like everything I did, I had it open. I was doing work. I had the screen open. I couldn't shower because I didn't want to miss anything. And it was just stress. I know how this sounds to people, but I've been waiting for these tickets for a very, very long time. Well, here's the thing. They should have a better system, obviously. But it's hard to, like, I'm not faulting you for being upset because it is, like, literally, you're like, okay, this is what I'm doing with my day. I'm going to buy these tickets and I'm going to go be a normal person. And then that excitement turns into disappointment and frustration. And now, like, your literal whole day has been thinking about a screen that you can do nothing about. And then when I finally got back in, when I finally got back in and it was a successful time, I go to where those those tickets I had that were $249, those really good seats, those are now $549. Like, they have increased the price because so many people are getting tickets. So and is the price increased by Ticketmaster or the scalpers who buy the tickets and then they re secondary sale them? That was Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster does that. Wait, so they said, okay, None here's your prices, and then they said our our system broke. Here's your new prices. None of these are resales yet. Yeah, they increase the price. It does it all. The, it says when you before you go on, it's like prices can change based off. That's why you have to be fast. It's like airplanes. Like that's why there's no time to dilly dally because it's not even someone else is going to buy the ticket. It's like the price is going to change. That, sh- that should be illegal. It, it should be illegal. Because that's crazy. Like, day of and minutes it changes. Like, I don't – I it there's nothing you can do about it, right? Nothing. Changed in hours. And so I got three tickets. They're nosebleeds, but they weren't I, – then I was like, well, all that's going to be left is nosebleeds, and they're going to be $400, and I can't. But they were they were reason. They were fine. Like, that's reasonable. Yeah, $400. Well, and then you also saved – you know yourself 150 on a ticket yeah i got i got three tickets 99 dollars each i was very i wasn't happy i felt like i didn't realize i had won you know until i went that night to host my open mic own nonies which i almost canceled (laughs) i was this close to posting something that said no nonies assholes i think i've asked people to host for me for less where i'm just like oh that tea was too sweet i can't (laughs) host (laughs) And it was very sweet because I went inside and it was people were acting like I had returned home from war. Like people were like, hey, I heard you got the tickets. I heard you got the tickets. Like everyone was very congratulatory to me. And then when I got on stage and I was like, I got the ticket. Everyone, everyone cheered for me. Oh, that's nice. It was sweet. So now I'm excited. It was truly uh, an endeavor to get them. I see the disappointment, though, because you were like, I'm getting front row or whatever, you know, the pit. Yeah, it was was good seats. I'm going to get. Yeah, I'm going to be right there. I'm going to smell her breath. And then. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know if I would have had the willpower to keep trying. So I commend you for that. You must really love her. Oh, I do. I had to because no matter what, I was going to go to this concert. But if I had to wait and to buy resale tickets the week of, I would just be anxious until. Yeah. I love Taylor Swift. Well, then you couldn't go with your friends and sit together and all the shit. And can you sneak down to where you would like to have sat? No way. You don't think so? I think it's going to be so packed. I think you can go, hello. 
What if you go, I'm missing my daughter. <gasps> help! I saw, help. <laughs> help. And then you and the, the two people you're going with, they're, they're her aunts. Yeah. And they got to help find her, too. And then something to be like, hey, were you the girl that compared losing your Taylor Swift tickets to <laughs> losing a romantic partner in a boat accident? <laughs> you're like, that was 2019. I was like, oh, Katie. People say we sound similar. <laughs> <laughs> and Katie, as you can see, is not here. Yeah, because she's, le- she's, she's repenting for what she fucking said. She threatened Jesus, and now she's repenting. <laughs> uh, God, I'm glad you got the tickets, and I hope it's amazing. I'm sure that – when is it, even? It's April 30th. It is five months away. I think it's April 30th. That is wild. I'm so excited. Wait, let me see. Yeah, it is April 30th. When it, when it comes time for the show, we're going to have to check back in on the prices because that really intrigues me. I Oh, yeah. So I And I told Katie, I almost bought. In the moment when I had the three tickets, I was like, should I buy three more and sell them? And then I had this moment where I was like, hmm, I kind of just cry. I'm an adult, and, like, I cried all day about not being able to get tickets. It kind of feels evil to then get three tickets and be like, 1,000 berries for them, please. <laughs> yeah, because even worse than an adult wanting to see Taylor Swift, it's probably a child who's crying, and their parents are like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I've been in queue all day. <laughs> well, this was also the first time, the last time I saw Taylor Swift, I was a kid. Yeah. So – this was the first concert tickets I had to buy that was, like, in this big of demand. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, my mom used to do this for me. This fucking sucks. Like, the, yeah, she would fucking, like, all the tickets I buy, it's like 30 other people have bought tickets for me. <laughs> <laughs> there's no queue to get in. It's like, and there's no seats either. It's standing room, you know. Oh, so for this sure. this was the first really, like, ta- you know. I feel like there's no bands right now that I would have to go. Like, I feel like I've, I saw the bands that, like, I loved in high school. And so, like, like, I think my last, like, concert like that was probably, like, No Doubt in, like, Tampa. Where I was like, Ugh. oh, I finally got to see No Doubt. It was, like, it was like a $10 ticket, dude. What? It was it was great. I love Gwen Stefani. I pissed on the side of I-4. What? There's so much traffic in, in Orlando going to Tampa. <laughs> Uh, it was great. It was, yeah, that was great to see them. I saw, like, Radiohead at the same place. I saw Modest Mouse a few times. Like, all the people I really liked. And now I'm just like, you know, if I want to go see a show, I think I would rather go to, like, you know, something maybe at the Earl where it's, like, just a hangout or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. This will be a fucking production. Yeah. Like, she'll fly, I'm sure, or something. She's copying Pink. Yeah, Pink's so Pink loves to fly. Pink loves (laughs) to fly. It's so funny. (laughs) Ah! <laughs> <laughs> whatever happened to pink she flew away she's going on tour now because uh group love mm-hmm. is going on tour with her opening for her and they posted a photo of the lead singer from group love her face on pink in the air <laughs> like practicing for the tour that's so funny that's cool yeah. well now you've met them maybe we can get some pink tickets i know we're literally buddies me and i'll me go and to group a pink love. concert if, yeah, I would love. If you to. have an extra ticket to Pink, <laughs> I don't think the lines is long on Ticketmaster. <laughs> no, they probably they probably be like, "Hey, you bought three. Do you want to buy six? Pink's great though. <laughs> We're doing a buy two get four free <laughs> Pink S- ticket. Yo, she got some fucking bangers though. So oh what? yeah, yeah, she's cool. I got my rock moves, and I don't want you tonight. <laughs> tonight, twenty one. Can you do something for me? <laughs> twenty one. Is that, I was going to ask, and I was like, you're so fire, I bet you made it up, but is that from something? Yeah, that's a new uh, 21 Savage and Drake song. Can you do something for me? He, they don't say it like that. He goes like. <laughs> well, certainly not. <laughs> Drake goes like, 
21. I don't even think I could do it how he does. He goes like, 21, can you do something for me? I honestly can't do it how, because how I do it is, 21, can you do something for me? <laughs> Tucker, <laughs> Gwinnett County, can you do something for me? I went on, st- at that show in Tucker, I went on stage and I tried, I tried to say, Tucker, <laughs> can you do something for me? But I, uh, I mainly got through it. And then you said, I want to hear you scream, and you did not get through that. I was laughing too hard. I love being, you, you asked me to dare you to do it, and I love being dared mm-hmm. to do stuff on stage, so of course I, you know, oblige. Every time someone's dared me to do something on stage, it has gone so poorly. I don't, one time when Kylie and I were on the way to a show, she was like, come on, let's dare each other. And she was giving me these dares that were going to ruin the set. I was like, we're driving to do the show. She was like, you're being a pussy. I was like, no, I'm valuing my time. <laughs> what have you been dared to do on stage? Oh, it's usually just a character I was doing backstage where somebody's like, you should go out like that. And usually it's like Powell who's like, do that because we're having so much fun. And I go, I will. And then from moment one, I'm on stage going like, <laughs> and people go, we don't get it. I guess you had to be there. Yes, you had to be backstage. I, uh. I want. I haven't done it yet, but I want to. I want to go on stage and in the middle of my set go. Sorry, I got a sneeze, and then I'm not gonna do it because and to just yell into my into my arm. How what, like a like a screech or just like a bah like a like a, oh one second I got I got a sneeze. <laughs> just something crazy. <laughs> so I was saying to my dad. <laughs> funny is it yeah but i also feel like maybe pe- it might be too avant-garde it we'll could see. ruin yeah that's the thing i feel like yeah it might be too what if that's your closer <laughs> everything's going good and then you go here we go they ah. say end strong not me bye-bye they say end loud they say, <laughs> haven't you heard loud is funny i mean it's certainly proven to be true time and again loud is funny is good Loud is fun. Loud equal funny equal good. Equal good acting is screaming. I agree with that. I noticed on these other shows, and I know we have to wrap up soon, but we just can't stop, Gavin. Uh, the subtlety that actors are using in shows now that I've seen Rizzoli and Isles. It tastes like when you eat something really salty, and then you have something else that's kind of salty, and you can't taste it at all. Mm-hmm. You guys gotta ham it up more. <laughs> I've been getting big mugs from Jane and Mora. I need something more for my other Y'all should be performing for the people in the last row of the <laughs> theater. And I know you're doing film, but still treat it as that. Act like you're in a stage. Re- like, I've been watching White Lotus. Too much nuance. <laughs> I'm like, what do they mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'm that way, too, because I've been watching so much anime, and they say absolutely everything. Yes. <laughs> you don't have to leave. I'll ask a question. I'm like, oh, wait, did they want him to hear that? And they'll be like... You see, we had to say that to him because we wanted we had to talk like this because we wanted him to hear that. Because there's <laughs> no way he he is too prideful that we couldn't tell him. There there's absolutely nothing left to mystery. There's nothing for the imagination. You're like, oh, okay. Thanks for clarifying everything. Like, I like that. It's the best. I need it. I'm watching One Piece right now. Have you seen that? One Piece. No. Oh my god, Katie. It's like a thousand episodes, and they're still coming out with more. Fiction, nonfiction. It, oh, it's anime. It's an anime oh, okay, show. it's anime, and it is. What would you compare it to? I mean, it's the second anime I've ever watched. Oh, so you compare it to the first? So I compare it to Demon Slayer in the sense that they're both anime. Hell yeah, I like the Demon Slayer. Uh, you got the poster, you got the the sweatshirt. It's a very like aesthetically pleasing uh, drawing style to me. It's, it's so funny. My mom, this so 
I'll, I'll tell I told her I really liked the show and then she was like out at a, sh- at a store in California and she's like oh they have a Demon Slayer poster do you want it and I was like oh yeah and then she sent it to me and I had no idea it was like a real sized fucking movie poster like it is humongous it's great it's beautiful though that's awesome I so like One Piece is, is like what's the storyline so it's about Luffy, the he's a boy, and he wants to be king of the pirates. Okay. And uh, his journey in doing that. But the show's so long, like, that every little detail is, like, everything's significant. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll see, like, a flower. Oh, is that who's act dressed up for his Halloween? For yes, Halloween? Yes, okay. yes. I know this Slut, character. Slutty Tom Sawyer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll see, like, a cake. Everything just comes, like, I'm laughing, I'm crying. It's it's beautiful. It's really good. What streaming service? Um... Crunchyroll? No, the other one. Fu- Funimation. Funimation. Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. We have Crunchyroll. Tubi. Crunchyroll. Can <laughs> you do something for me? Roku. I want to hear you scream. <laughs> uh, well, I have to recommend, well, after you're done with your million episodes, you got to watch Death Note. I want to watch that. I'll just put that. I think we'll take a break from One Piece soon, and then I want to watch that. Because that's got a lot of narration where he's explaining, like, the, the meme on the on the internet is, and I eat the potato chip. He's, like, saying it in his head, and he's describing <laughs> eating chips. It's so good. It's exactly what you want. Um, all right. Well, I guess this is, like, we're getting close to the end. Do you have any, um, you know, uh, holiday wishes, dreams, New Year's resolutions you'd like to share with our freaks? Oh, New Year's resolutions. Well, I'll say some gratitude. Freaks, I'm so grateful for everyone that's listened to this podcast. Uh, very cool. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you. We just crossed like 700 downloads, which I think is pretty great. That's insane. That's a lot. And so my one request is someone get us a fucking studio. We would love a studio. Um, but if you can do anything right now, you could rate, review on iTunes, Spotify. Yes, please write a review. Others. Yeah, write a review. And if you have a podcast... We will write a review. We'll both write a review, and you can only write one for us. You'll get two reviews for the price of one. Yeah, we will do that. Um, New Year's resolutions. Do you, do you have any off the top of your head? Um, mm, I want to be more like uh, – I want to be like a better boss for myself. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Where it's like, oh, I set these goals, and I want to like achieve them and like – I guess not be lazy. Mm, yeah. Because I feel like I do a lot of things, but, uh, you know, it's because I don't have a, a day job that makes me work. So I feel like if I had both of those things happening, I couldn't do that. So I guess, like, maybe my New Year's resolution is to not have a job anymore. Ooh. And just make money from comedy. That's a great one. Because I used to do that. Mm. It was nice. Yeah. But it's hard. That's a good one. Thank you. That's a very good one. So I'd like to quit my job. And if you are at my job and you're listening to this, you get it. It's not fun anymore. It used <laughs> to be a lot of fun. Yeah, what y'all, happened? Y'all really tightened up about the Black Panther merch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's an inside joke between Katie and I. That was a story off the pod. That uh, was an off the pod story. I'm looking at your hat right now, and that hat <laughs> caused a lot of drama. <laughs> and I haven't worn it yet. That's all right. No, <laughs> nobody who got one of the hats is going to wear it. Okay. <laughs> soda merch <laughs> i think my new year's resolutions are uh to journal again nice more. i used to journal every single morning and set a lot of like intentions and then i just kind of fell out of it because when you're out of it you're out of it mm-hmm. same that work out consistently i feel good when i'm doing that uh and t- taking good continuing to take good care of myself nice self-care self-care sleeping eating my veggies and um 
spending more time talking to my family, spending more time with my family, doing and having more uh, doing yeah, doing as much comedy as possible, um, and working hard, working hard, working hard. Yeah, 2023 is going to be a great year for us. It's going to be a lot of comedy. So much fucking comedy. Uh, did I tell you we got uh, asked to do a show, and we'll talk about this off the pod. What? Somebody said we could bring our podcast live to a location. <laughs> who said that? Well, I don't want to tell you who, <laughs> but they love Cody Hughes there. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year, you freak. What you say? What that mean? I don't know. Top shelf, bitch, I'm on the high road. Baby, you know.